This is KMTT, Kimitzion Titzei Torah. Zman Elul, Chodesh Elul, Tavshin Samachtet. Rabbi Yayakan will be on Wednesdays, will be learning Hilchot Tshuva. For today's shir, I would like to discuss the unique aspect of Tshuva uh, that relates specifically to Aserit Me Tshuva, the period between Rosh Hashanah and, and Yom Kippur. Uh, in this context, the Rambam writes in Hilchot Tshuva, even though repentance and crying out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always effective, on the ten days of Asayit Mitshuva between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, it's especially effective. Right? In what way is it especially effective? It's immediately accepted by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Since it says in the Pasuk, Dirshu Hashem Call out to a, request Hakadosh Baruch Hu when he is found. Call out to him when he is close. Bamed Amurim. When the, is there a distinction between Shuva and Aserit Me Shuva and the rest of the year? Biyachid. If we're talking about an, an individual, Aval B'Tzibur, a community, calls Man Shosim Shuva B'Tzorakim B'Leiv Shalem. Whenever they make an honest Shuva uh, and they call out to Hakadosh Baruch Hu with a full heart. They're immediately answered. Uh, and then the Ram continues, Yom Kippur is the culmination of the period of tshuva for the individual, for the community, uh, and it's a time of forgiveness for Klal Yisrael. And therefore, on Yom Kippur, everybody must do tshuva and, and, and must say vidoy. And the Rambam continues um, to, talk, uh, to talk about the idea of vidoy and when you say vidoy on, on Yom Kippur. And then the Rambam writes, Even though blowing the shofar on Rosh Hashanah is a divine decree, meaning that it doesn't really necessarily have any any reason, Remez Yeshbo, nevertheless, it, you know, th- there is some kind of a remez. When we build a shofar, there is something that we hear that makes sense. Klomar, Uru Yisheni Mishnatchem, when the shofar blows out, it's as if it's, it's a call to us, and the, and the call says, wake up, Uru Uru Yisheni Mishnatchem, wake up people that are, 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 are sleeping, aroused from your sleep. Hakitsu Nidami Mitade Matchem, wake up, from your tadema, from your sleep, do a cheshbara nefesh. Take a look at exactly what you're doing, what your actions are. Return in repentance and remember who your your Creator. It's referring to those that forget the truth. You know, in the hevel of zman, v'shogim kol shnatam varik. And, and, and their their entire uh, life goes by, their years go by for no purpose. You people that are not reflective on, 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 on the meaning of life. Look inward to yourselves and, and, and improve what you do and your actions. And each and every one of you should should leave the path which is not good and, and, and your thoughts that are not good. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll skip that for a second. Um, 
because of this particular uh, this Indian, Nagu call Beit Yisrael Labo Pitztakav Masim Tovim Lasok Mitzvah Rosh Hashanah Ad Yom Kippurim. Because of this, there's a minag minag of a call Yisrael to be specially uh, vigilant regarding Mitzvahs and Masim Tovim on a certain Shuvah from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. Yet to be called Yom Hashanah above and beyond uh, the entire year. V'nagu kulam lakum belayla. And the minag on a certain tshuva is to get up in the, at, at, in the middle of the night and start saying slichos until until the, the break of dawn. Okay, so the Ramam here um, has a very very um, you know uh, talks about tshuva as being specific to tshuva and exactly what you know that propels us to do specifically on those days. But the truth is that I read the Rambam uh, in an inaccurate way. Not that what I read is not written in the Rambam. Everything that I read is written in the Rambam. But although I read the Rambam seamlessly, the truth is that part of what the Rambam wrote is in Perak Beis. And the other part of what the Rambam wrote is in Perak Gimel. It was the first part where the Rambam talks about Shuvan Saka being more effective on Rosh Hashanah and on Yom Kippur, and uh, and the distinction between a yachin and between a rabbim, and they have to video on Yom Kippur, that the Ramam writes in Perak Beis. Then the Ramam has a number of different halachas that are not related at all to the idea of a Sait Mechuva and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And he starts talking about, you know, other things totally, which we'll discuss in a second. And then in the middle of Perak Gimel, he says that even though Tkiah Shofar is exercised, custom, nevertheless, you know, there's a meaning to it. Remez Yeshbo, there's a meaning to it. Uru, Uru, Yishtein, Mishnatchem. People who are sleeping, wake up, wake up, and, and, and look at what you're doing, look at your lives, look at where you're going, look, look and, and, and wake up and, and start doing tshuva. And uh, the question, and, and, and then the idea of, tshuva, of, of the minag, of Masim Tovim, and of Slichos, all that is found in Parakimah. And the obvious, the obvious question is, why does the Rambam separate the discussion that he has in Perak Beis, you know, with, with respect to Aser Tzmei from the discussion that he has in Perak Gimel? Why didn't the Rambam write his halachas the way that I read them? In other words, discuss what's unique about Aser Tzmei together. Why does half of it he put in Perak Beis and the other half he put in Parakimel. So what I, I'd like to show you, if we take a look at the context and the flow of the Rambam, that really the Rambam here is dealing with two totally different aspects of Aserah Tzvei Let's begin with the Rambam uh, in the beginning of Hechel Shuvah Parak Aleph. The Rambam begins talking about the Mitzvah Saseh of Tshuva. What's the Mitzvah Saseh of Tshuva? Call Hamitzvot Shabbat Torah Bein Asei Bein Lo Tasei Im Avad Adam Lachat Mihem Bein Bizadom Bein Meshkarak She Yisrael Shuvav Yeshmei Chetoch Chayv LeTvadot. We're talking about any chait and Asei a Lo Tasei when you do tshuva and the mitzvah of tshuva is to repent from that sin and at that point you also have to say vidui. Okay, and then the Ram discusses exactly what the vidui is and 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 and. And, uh, and then in Perak Beis, the Rambam says, Ezohi tshuva gemura. What is the complete tshuva? Again, referring to somebody that did a specific chait, and then and now he has to repent for that chait. And now he discusses exactly what, you know, how one repents for a chait. 
And then the Ram describes Shuva Gabura, which in the mind of the Rambam is Zeshabal Yadu Davar Avarba. He made, he failed in a specific context. The Efsha Biyado. Right. And right now, all of a sudden, he already made a chet. He, he, he failed. He, he had a chet. And now all of a sudden, the same situation arises. And he's still able to be over the chet. And he, and, he, and he did not do the chet. And the only reason he did not do the chet was because of tshuva. Not because of fear. Not because he's weak. That's about tshuva gemura. And the Ram gives an example. Ketzar harisha bal isha ba'avera. Somebody that was over, let's say, on Eishas Ish, or one of the Arayos. Ulach hazman is yacherimah. He has another opportunity. If they find themselves in the same room. Vuomed bavatoba. He still loves her. Uvekoach kufo. And he still has his strength. Uvemdinasha avarba. And he's still in the same context. Upireish filo avar. And nevertheless, he ran out of the room, and he did not repeat the chait. Zeo baal tshuva That's somebody who is the complete baal tshuva. And then the Rambam continues to talk about um, what a Baal Tshuva has to do and things that he has to do, you know, continuing this general theme of what exactly is Tshuva. And then the Rambam continues, mm-hmm. Now you do Tshuva, but you also cry out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and then the Rambam brings in the idea of a Seit Mechua that I mentioned at the outset. In other words, what the Rambam is discussing in this halacha is somebody who is acutely aware of his chait. Somebody that is being mitmudeid, who's, who's in a struggle with his Yetzer. And he gave in to his Yetzer. And now he's trying to overcome his Yetzer. That is the Baal Tshuva that the Rambam, that, that is what the Rambam is talking about in Parapase. And, no, it's, it's not, it, it, so within this context, the Rambam writes, Afo Pichat Tshuva, Tzachar Yafal Olam, Vaset Yamun Shabayin Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Yafal Yoter. You know, th- th- there's an ability during a seismic tshuva that it might be easier for one to overcome his yetzer. Maybe because of the fear of the Yom Adin, maybe because he feels that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is closer to him, but in the battle that man has with his yetzer, the extent that he's able to make a real honest and effective attempt at tshuva, the possibility of succeeding as an individual, our Nasser to make tshuva is greater than that which exists the rest of the year. That's what the Rambam writes in Perak Beis. But he's referring to a man who is struggling with his Yetzer. He's referring to somebody who is aware of his chait, he's aware of his failure, and he's struggling with it. A Baal Tshuva Gemurah is somebody who's able to overcome in the same context. And somebody who, maybe it's not a Baal Tshuva Gemurah, somebody who because it's no longer relevant, now regrets what he did. But in any case, it's somebody that, as the Ram writes in Perik Beis, Umaya tshuva, what is tshuva? That he's able to simply leave the chait. 
that he makes a constant decision that he will never ever do this at, at all. He also has to say harata on the past of what he did. And he should be made on himself. He should say, HaKadosh Baruch you are my witness. That he will never ever go back and do this chayt. Okay, so this is what tshuva is. Tshuva is a decision that one will never ever go back on that chayt. Now somebody struggling with his yetzer, how can he be sure? How can he say it in all honesty that I will never ever ever do this again? He failed once, he failed twice, maybe he failed a, failed a third time. Each time he's in that situation, sometimes he overcomes his yetzer, sometimes his yetzer overcomes him. We're talking about somebody who's battling with his yetzer, somebody who's in a struggle with his chait, somebody who tries to do tshuva, and maybe he's not always successful. So within this context, the Ramam writes that during Gaser Simei Tshuva, between Rosh Hashanah and between Yom Kippur, you know, the, 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 there's a greater chance that the tshuva will be honest and complete and true and, and, and will, um, will be accepted by a Kaddish Baruch. That's Afal Pisha Tshuva Batzaka Yafalo Olam, Baseret Hayamim Shebein Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippurim, Hiyafabi Yoter, Umiyari Mitkabelt. And it's immediately accepted. In other words, when one says between Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, he will never ever go back on that chait, he means it. He means it honestly. Okay, and therefore the Rabbin talks about Vidoy and Yom Kippur, and again, what's important to this to, to, to point out is the Rambam is dealing with somebody who is battling with a specific chait, and he has something specific that he wants to be misvade on, and he's in the struggle, and within this context, there's some special aspect to Aserti Mechuvah. Now let's move on to Paragimel. In Perakimol, the Rambam begins, Everybody has zechuyot, things that he does that are zechut, things that are, you know, things that are credits, and debits, avonot. Somebody has more zechuyot, more credits than debits, he's a tzaddik. If he has more debits than credits, he's a rasha. Somebody who has exactly the same amount, he's a benoni. The same is true with a country. If it has more zuchiyot or less zuchiyot, it's a tzaddeket or it's a, or it's rishah. And then the Rambam continues that shikol zeh, whether it's more or less, ain't all the minyan It's not how many mitzvahs or how many averos, because there are greater averos and there are greater mitzvahs, and 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 we can't know how to count things up. It's only Akharaj Baruch that knows how to count. In Shokum El Badato shall kel deot, Ruhi Audeh Hech or Hina Zuchyok Negan Avonot. The only one that knows how to count the Zuchyot Avonot, that's only Akharaj Baruch Hu, that's not, that's not us. And then the Rambam continues, Keshem, you know, the question is when, when is this judgment being done? As Keshem Shishoklim Avonot Adamu Zuchyotav. Bishat mitato. First of all, there's a there's a yom when people die and go up to heaven and stand before, you know, the heavenly court. 
כשם ששוקלים עוונות אדם וזכויותו בשעת מיטתו, you know, when a person dies, that's when, you know, there's the decision, was he a tzaddik, was he a rasha, was he a benoni, כך בכל שנה ושנה שוקלים עוונות כל אחד ואחד מבאי עולם עם זכויותיו ביום טוב ושלוש השנה. So too, HaKadosh Baruch Hu judges each and every individual on Rosh Hashanah. Does he have more zuchiyot and avonot, more avonot and zuchiyot? Does he nechta b'sefer shal tzadikim, b'sefer shal rishayim, b'sefer shal benonim? Where does he fit in? Mi shemtza tzadik nechtam l'chayim. Mi shemtza rasha nechtam l'mita. Somebody who is a tzadik, so he is nechtam l'chayim. Somebody who is a rasha, he's nechtam, he's put in the book, and he's nechtam l'mita. Habenoni tolim lo ad yom kipurim somebody who's a benoni so we wait we wait till yom kippur im asat shuva nechtam lechayim if he did shuva then he gets to be in the sefer of tzaddikim geburim vimla but if he doesn't do shuva nechtam lemita okay that's what the rambam writes so what are we talking about over here are we talking about somebody that is battling with his chayt or are we talking about everybody that's standing in Din, but not necessarily somebody that's struggling with any specific Aveir. We're talking about the entire whole of the human personality. And we're trying to figure out, you know, how to weigh things up. Is he a Tzadik or is he a Rasha? And then the Ram continues, and he writes, Right? Basically, what is the Ramam saying? What the Ramam is saying over here is that is, is trying to wake people up, not somebody who's reflective and aware and battling with his yetzer, but the non-reflective person, the person that is living his life in a non-reflective way. He doesn't think about his chataim. He doesn't think about his mitzvahs. He's just you know flowing along in his life, not taking in, 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 into account you know what the ramifications have regarding his personality, whether he's a tzaddik, whether he's a rasha, how exactly, how, you know, who, who and what is he? And therefore the Ramam starts this, this section of Hilchos Shuva telling us about weighing a person up. Does he have more zechiyot? Does he have more avonot? We really don't know how to count it, but he's either a tzaddik or a rasha or a benoni. And at the point that he dies, there'll be, you know, a judgment, a heavenly and divine judgment. And that will define, you know, what you know, what exactly will happen to him. And with the Rambam by discussing the Yom Hadin, and somebody who's a tzaddik is, is, is achieves life, and somebody who's who's a rasha, Chas Shalom doesn't. What the Rambam here is doing is describing is trying to wake somebody up. And says, and say, listen, be ref- reflect on your life. Think about what you're going through. What is it that what is it that you're doing? When you do a chait, you know what that means. When you do a mitzvah, when you don't do a mitzvah, you know what that means. Wake up. In other words, as opposed to Perak Aleph and especially Perak Bet, where the Ram describes somebody who's struggling with his yetzer, but he's acutely aware of his chait and of his yetzer, and the question is whether he'll succeed or whether he'll fail. But somebody who is aware of himself, what the Rambam begins to discuss in Paragimel is somebody that's not a Balchuva, but a regular normal person that you know goes through life doing chataim and doing mitzvos, and sometimes he does more of this and sometimes he does more of that.
And what the Rambam says is, first of all, there's a Yom Adin when you die. And then the Rambam says, not only is there a Yom Adin when you die, there's a Yom Adin every year on Rosh Hashanah. And since there's Yom Adin every year on Rosh Hashanah, so, therefore the Rambam says, you know what? Even though you know we blow the shofar because the Torah said blow the shofar, nevertheless, if we listen to the call of the shofar, the shofar is trying to tell us something. What is the shofar trying to tell us? Uru 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 Wake up! Don't sleep. Wake up. Reflect on your lives. Think about yourself. Think about what you're doing. The Rabbin Perakimel is has describes you know, a, a certain s- scenario which is trying to make people wake up. None of this is needed in Perak Bet, because in Perak Bet the person was aware and was struggling. But in Perak Gimel, we're not talking about a specific hate, we're talking about waking somebody up in general to be reflective and to think about what he's doing and where he's going. Search, think, what are you doing? Remember God. Remember your Creator. And who is he referring to? Who is he talking to? Those that forget the truth. In the Hevel, as time passes on, they forget the truth. They forget, they forget the point. And, 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 and their entire life is simply being wasted with things that have no, no value. Look at yourselves, look at your souls, look into your souls. Improve your ways, improve your, your actions. That each and every one of you leave his evil path. So here the Rabbim says, and the Rabbim continues, as one has to look at his, himself. You know, since we said before that, you know, you, you, you're tzaddik or rasha based on zechuyot or avonot. Therefore, all the time, really, one should look at himself because who knows when he'll die. So all the time, one should look at himself and be reflective on his actions, and he should look at the entire world or the entire Medina and the entire world as if it's Chetzel Chetzel Chayev and his one Chet can turn things one way or the other. You can destroy the world with one Chet. If everything is balanced and you do one Chet, you can destroy the world. If you do one Mitzvah, you might save the entire world. So basically what the Rambam is saying, be reflective, think about things. the Rambam, since there is Yom Adin on Rosh Hashanah every year, Since we realize that between, if we're a Benoni between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, what we do and the tshuva that we do and the Maisim Tov that we do, that can make the difference. Therefore, what we do, taking into the mechlol of who we are and what we are, and whether we're going to be a tzaddik, we're going to be a rasha, or, or remain a benoni, what exactly is going to happen with us? Because of that, what we do is we're marbe, 
We wake up in the middle of the night, we say slichos, right? All this is con- consistent with the context of the Rambam in Perakimel. In other words, the Rambam in Perakbet is discussing somebody who is aware of his chatayim and, and, and is struggling with his chayt and might not always be successful. And therefore, there is a skula, right? The, the, the fact that a Kaddish who is close to us, there's an ability because of a tshuva that exists on Asimei Tshuva for an individual that might not exist to the extent, extent the rest of the year. And that's Perak Bet. But there's talking about somebody who is reflective and is aware and is struggling. What the Ram is discussing in Perak Gimel is perhaps most of us who are not struggling who are not reflective, who are not thinking, who are just going on with the flow of life, not thinking about what we're doing or where we're going. And here the Rambam says there's Yom Adin coming. There's Yom Adin when we die, there's Yom Adin every year in Rosh Hashanah, there's Yom Adin for, 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 for a country, there's Yom Adin for the entire world. What you do could have an effect and you don't even realize it. You could be destroy the whole world. You could do one mitzvah and you could save the entire world. And because of that, because of the Yom Adin that's coming up, reflect. Think about yourself. Do a cheshbon nefesh. Do, do, do tshuva. The, um, there's a pasuk in, uh, Second in um, in Pashas Nitzavim. which is the pasuk that really discusses, you know, and and it, and it comes at least according to the Rambam, the Ramban, it comes right after a discussion of of, of tshuva of the mitzvah of tshuva. Right, first of all, the in the tzavim it says, hmm, says second, First of all, you will return to Hakadosh Baruch will circumcise your heart. It was basically, we're talking about right here, a process of tshuva on the national level. And then the Torah continues. And there's a machoks among the Farshim, what mitzvah is referring to? Is it referring to the entire Torah? Or is it referring specifically to the mitzvah of tshuva? The Rabban says, we're talking about the mitzvah of tshuva. Of tshuva, through vidui and through tshuva. As one has to honestly repent, and then one has to say vidui. So and then the Torah says, You have a choice. You have two paths. There are two paths in front of you. There's the path of life. There's the path of good on the one hand, and on the other hand, there's also the path of death, the path of, of evil. 
It's all before you. Which way are you going to go? Are you going to choose life or are you going to choose death? I am presenting in front of you life and death. Blessings and curse. You should choose life so that you and your children should live. So basically you have over here what Ramosh Rabbeinu is presenting to Am Yisrael is Bechir You choose. It's all dependent upon you. But you have to choose. Don't simply go ahead. Don't be unreflective. What you, whatever you're going to do, it's going to be a choice whether you make it or not. Because there are only two paths in front of you. There's a path of life and there's a path of death. There's a path of blessing and there's a path of curse. There's a path of good and there's a, and there's the path of, of evil. There are two paths in front of you. So look where you're walking. Kiyam mitzvah azot, the mitzvah of tshuva, lo bashamayim hi, ki karav elacha nevar ba'o b'ficha uvavcha la'asoto. You can decide where you're going to go. If you did a chet, do tshuva. You can decide where you're going to go. Man has bechir achavshis, man can choose. There are two paths in front of you. Look where you're walking. That's what the Ram is writing in Perakimah. Don't simply walk along and not realize where you're going. Because you might very well be walking down the path of death. There are two paths in front of you. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu tells Am Yisrael, Ba'arvot Moav, after the Tochacha, this is what happens if you listen to my mitzvot, this is what happens if you don't listen to my mitzvot. After telling them about the possibility of Golas, the, the, the eventuality of Tshuva v'shavta da'ashem v'lkecha, and then talking about the mitzvah of Tshuva, ki ha-mitzvah zot ha-shanoch mitzvah v'chayom, lo ba-shamayim hi, ki karv lach ha-dabar ma'od, b'ficha u'vavcha la'asoto. And then there are two paths that I placed in front of you. And you, man, Yisrael, you have a chirachavshis. And it's up to you to, to choose and to look at where you're walking. And then you will choose life.